your host Marconi. I am the host of Suicide Logs. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the download. Thanks for the extra space that you've uh, taken up on the fucking cloud, the the internet. <clears throat> you ever think about like if we're ever just going to run out of space on the internet, maybe there's like some kind of unknown that we're not aware of because the internet is still kind of new kind of like, uh, I don't know, trash in the ocean. Some people don't really believe in that. They don't really think that's a serious problem. And I don't really know how to feel about that. I don't, I don't know if I agree or disagree with them, but it's not nice to pollute, right? I don't know. When you, when you see somebody throw trash out of your car, that's usually where I draw the line and think somebody's an asshole. But Maybe there's nothing wrong with throwing trash. Like, maybe it's just... It doesn't matter. I don't know. Um, Maybe I shouldn't care. Maybe I shouldn't care about people... Trashing the planet. Because how bad does it really affect me? Just shows character. I don't know. But it's all based off of what I think. Uh, I think it's better for my mental health to not give a fuck if somebody's a... trashing trashing the planet, littering, being a litter bug. There's some places out here, I don't know if it's like this uh, all over the world, but in the Bay Area there's a lot of uh, signs that say it's a thousand dollar fine for littering. And uh, I obey it. I obey it. Like sometimes if I have trash in my car or something, they're always on the freeway too. If I ever have trash or something and I start freaking out, not freaking out, but like, oh man, I want to throw this away. It'll be in the back of my mind. Like, man, maybe this is a $1,000 littering fine. And I should just keep it in my car. Anyways, yeah, man, I'm driving to Tommy Tiza, just hit the freeway. And uh, the freeway's a little louder than I thought it was. I thought it'd be kind of a quieter ride and I'd be able to kind of just talk and be in my thoughts, but I don't know, man. Driving's kind of loud. My ears have been plugged lately. Uh, the past, like, week, damn near, my ears have been plugged. And uh, I thought it was just from this camping trip that I went to. I thought, like, the elevation was crazy. And it's not. It, I think it just turns out I'm sick. I did the Spartan race. It was That was pretty dirty. I didn't shower for like four or five days and uh, the only time I really got close to showering was when I uh, hosed myself down after the race and that wasn't even really thorough. I woke up a morning and just had dirt all up in my ears. Um, So I don't know. I don't know. I could be fighting like a sinus infection or something. I don't know if I sound plugged up. 
we'll see when this episode's come out or you guys will see. Maybe somebody's listening to this and they're like, oh yeah, he does sound plugged up. Um, yeah, dude, went camping for the first time. That was a was an interesting experience. A lot. The night is a lot colder than you think, man. The night is a lot colder than you think. I freaking went to sleep with like three layers of pants on, man. And so, yeah, feeling a little sick, not really feeling like I want to make this podcast, but I'm doing it, doing it for you guys. So I apologize if it's kind of a uh, low energy, half-assed podcast, just kind of throwing up there to check in on you, do something. And tomorrow I have my show. Tomorrow I I have a a gig at Do Too Much. They've got their... uh, I've got their show in Oakland. I think it's 701 Clay Street. I forgot what time they want me there. I don't even know how much time I'm doing. I don't know if I should uh, ask the host. Um, So, yeah, kind of busy. I've got, of course, America's Next Top Comedian. Haven't even uploaded last, uh, last month's episode. But I finally got around to emailing those audio clips to myself. So I'll put that up eventually. And I have a meeting scheduled with this other guy at BDAT Films, who is a possible producer for this show. And so, yeah, kind of moving a little bit forward with the whole stand-up comedy podcasting career. But as I'm moving forward, I'm kind of losing motivation, man. That's not the same as when I was uh, in the basement by myself, if that ex- that's a... I wasn't really in a basement. It's just more of a, uh, how do I say, uh, point of reference from the early beginning days. So now that some time has kind of gone by, it just feels a little like, I guess I feel pressure of like, man, you better say something funny. You know? This better be good. This better be worthwhile if you're going to fucking advertise it to people. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Went downtown. I went to downtown Antioch with my girl yesterday. And uh, we're just thinking about uh, what if I started a pizzeria here, dude, downtown. There's no such, I don't think they've got pizza there. And I get 6th Street, I get Austin, Texas, East uh, 6th Street vibes. Uh, but better, honestly. I don't know if I have Stockholm Syndrome or whatever with the Bay Area, but I think there's potential here, man. Monica's River, you view right by the water. There's no... Um, it doesn't smell like fucking shit like how Austin does, because when I went to Austin, it's just riddled. It's fucking crowded. It is popping. There's homeless people everywhere. And we got homeless people in the downtown sector of Antioch as well, but it's just a little, it's a little dead, dude. And I just kind of feel like, man, what if this place was one day pop? We got a theater, you know, they got a theater over there. So I don't know. Uh, Marconi's Pizza, Marconi's Pizzeria. That sounds kind of cool. If I were to do that, we'd have the UFC fights there. I'd do everything I'd want to do. I'd have stand up there. I'd have like an open mic once a week. And then uh, I do shows. Um, yeah, 
That's all I could think, man. Pizza seems easy to make compared to a bunch of other things. I just have to... If I were to hire people for this pizza place, I'd probably char... I'd probably pay them, like, 14 to $15 an hour. You know, I'd look for kids who are in community college just looking for a quick buck. And, yeah, I can't provide health insurance, so you're going to have to fucking figure that out. Just a dream, I don't know. Maybe five years from now, I'll look back and be like, hey, I fucking did it. But right now, we're focusing on the stand-up career, the stand-up section of the art here that we're doing. I don't want this to be too much like work. And already, I've just talked a little bit, and my fucking voice is kind of like... I feel the mucus, man. I fucking hocked the loogie today, actually, when I was on the phone with that guy who I'm going to be interviewing and having do this with me. Uh, and it, there was black shit in it. So I hocked the black loogie today. That was interesting. Uh, my ears are so popped, dude. It's hard to talk. I keep popping them even more to try and, like, clear it out. been taking NyQuil the past two nights. I've been sleeping like a fucking baby. <clears throat> and yeah, just trying to take care of my health, man. Did that Spartan race. That, that fucking beat the fucking shit out of me, dude. That really beat the fucking shit out of me. Um, what else happened? Um, man, I was kind of disappointed with that Spartan race, dude. I failed three out of 20 obstacles. I feel like it really should have been two. Um, but I was just worn down, dude. Towards the end, there was this kind of like... Uh, there was like rings. It was like rings, and then you go onto a bar. And then once you get onto the bar, you transfer onto the ring section. And, dude, my fucking bicep just gave out on me. It just gave out on me. I was like, oh, I'm almost there, and I fucking dropped it last minute. And it fucking sucks when you... When you um, can't make an obstacle, dude, because they make you, uh, they make you redo it, you have to fucking, um, go up hills and shit, it sucked, it sucked, and they had, like, all the heavy lifting shit from the beginning, and just, I could never completely recover from the heavy lifting shit, man, I kind of, but, I mean, I guess you gotta get that shit out of the way. So by the time I was on the things that I thought I'd shine at, like the fucking monkey bars and the climbing over walls and shit like that, I was kind of just burnt out from the fucking, uh, from the other heavy shit, man. But A, I did it. I got a medal. I finished it. I'm not going to lie, dude. I was, I was kind of worried. I was like, fuck, dude, I'm not going to be able to do this. I might pass out. I might pass out and I'm not able to finish this, so... Still proud of myself, though. It took me an hour and 21 minutes to finish the Spartan race, which is a 5K. So, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed in myself. I should have taken the training more seriously, but I'm also a little bit like, let's try it again. A little bit. A little bit of me is like, let's fucking try this shit again. I don't know. Yeah, went camping, man. Stole a bunch of firewood. It was fucking funny. Uh, went out to, like, Monterey. Checked out the city in California called Campbell. It was it Campbell or Carmel? 
a caramel, and uh, I, it was full of nothing but white people and Asian people, man, and when I'm saying Asian, I'm talking about Indian people, there's a lot, a lot of rich people, man, a lot of, you could tell the houses, like, at the very least, are 30 million dollars or something, that's an exaggeration, but, yeah, man, it was, it was different, it was, I definitely felt like, I, when I was walking through there, I was like, I don't belong here, this is, this is rich people shit. But yeah, man, just headed out to Tommy T's right now to work out a good four or five minutes just to polish myself on this stand-up shit because tomorrow I got the, like, you know, you got to take a show a little bit more serious, I guess. This comedy shit ain't no joke, man. This comedy shit ain't no joke. It's all jokes. Um... What else, man? We set a fire. It probably wasn't good for my lungs at all. I was just standing in front of this fire for fucking hours, dude. Throwing all kinds of shit in there that shouldn't be in there, like plastic, metal, aluminum cans, uh, uh, soap. I threw a bar of soap at one point into the fire. I threw my hat into the fire and picked it back up and put it back on my head at one point. <laughs> um, Shit, I was about to throw my damn self in that fire. Holy shit. That was fun. Yeah, we stole like a hundred dollars worth of fucking uh, uh, firewood. It was it was hilarious. And then so like some other guy who was camping near us came up to us and asked if we wanted extra firewood. And he noticed how much we had. I was like, oh, you guys look all good. And I just blurted, yeah, we fucking stole that shit. I let everybody know that I stole it too. That's why you shouldn't put firewood in front of the fucking store, especially if you're going to charge people $30 for a fucking box, dude. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah. How much time do I have? We've got about... I don't know how much time I have until we get there. feels good driving. I haven't driven in a while, man. Out here, people drive crazy, though, man. I've realized that. Everybody's just... Everybody drives crazy, man. Everybody's zooming and fucking just going in and out of lanes and shit. Nobody can just pick a lane and go 70 and chill. Everybody driving right now, not everybody, but there's a lot of people drive as if their fucking wife's water broke or something or they're giving birth and they're like, I got to get there now. And I know that's not the case. I feel like a lot of people who drive like assholes, they're just fucking assholes. Really. So yeah, I had a show at Tommy T's about a week ago. They canceled that. Um... Dude, I was booked for this place like, I don't know, 20 days in advance or something like that. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I talked about it, how excited I was. I show up and nobody's really there. It looks like an open mic. I'm even joking around with the lady at the counter. She's like, hey, yeah, what can I do for you today? And I was like, yeah, I'm here for the open mic. And she's just like, that's next week. And right behind her is the fucking host of the show. And he just has this smile on his face. And he daps me up. And that's the signal of like, yeah, he's part of the show. 
and um, I don't know, man, word didn't get out, the host was, um, wouldn't say making excuses, but their excuses about, sorry, I couldn't do any promotion, uh, got the, they've literally made a flyer like a day before, and um, yeah, nobody came, he was just like, yeah, man, I've just been working on my house for the past like 12 days straight been doing 14 16 hour days so haven't been able to do any promotion and then this guy has like all his fucking shit on his car he's like promoting he's got his instagram his website everything on his car it's just decked out and i was just thinking like don't you think that's like the reverse of what you want to do as a comedian especially if you're famous you know, I don't think Joe Rogan or Dave Chappelle are driving around with, I'm I'm Joe Rogan, I'm Dave Chappelle on their car. They want to be incognito, but this guy's car is just screaming, please look at me, you know, please look at me. And if, I, if that's me, if I'm looking at somebody's car and they've got like, I've already went over this. I went over this so many times before. Um, Every time somebody had like a, a car person or whatever, when they're fucking promoting their 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 Instagram or whatever on their car, I'm always like, I'm not looking at that. I did it like once to make fun of them as satire. That's about it. So yeah. Um, what else is up? So yeah, they rescheduled it to, I think, July 11th. Is that what it was? And uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. So here I am going to the open mic. Because uh, why not? Why not? I got to polish my, my material. <laughs> got to gotta uh, try things out. Then we'll see. But that's the thing, there, like, there was people there, there was probably like 10 people there or something like that, and they're like, the magic number's 14, we need 14 people to get in here, and the show was supposed to start at 7.30, they were already kind of unclear on that, I wasn't sure if it was 8, I wasn't sure if it was 7.30 or if it was 7, and so there was people there, but then they're like, we're gonna have to call it, there's not enough people, I was starting to think there was just people who just did not want to work that day, you know, and they're just like looking for an excuse to go home. Because once they canceled, it, it was like 7.38 when they canceled it. And I was like, why can't, why couldn't they just wait till 8? Let it breathe a little bit, right? And so, um, when they canceled it, when they canceled it, I, uh, I sat in my car and smoked with my, I brought my girl there to support me and all that stuff. And so me and my girl were like, all right, let's just smoke and let's just fucking eat at the Black Bear Diner that's next door. And, uh, you know, I sat there for like 20 minutes and pe- and people were coming to the parking lot. There was like, there was like 10 other people that came in. I was like, if we just waited until eight, there's only five of us comedians. Can you give us each 10 minutes each? That's 50 minutes and then 10 minutes for the host to do his fucking thing. But whatever. Not tr- not really trying to complain. Just kind of noticing. To me, it just seemed like people didn't want to be there. To me, it just seemed like people wanted to go home early. And that's fine. It's not like it's a big deal to me or anything, right? <laughs> so, 
And then I'm learning with this comedy shit. I, it's not really for me. You know, I'm doing this for people. I want to entertain people. I don't want to be a comedian that's like, look at me, look at me. You know, as long as people have a good time. I'm an entertainer, right? Like, you think clowns go to, like, birthday parties and shit, and at the end of their fucking event, they're like, follow me on Instagram for more clown videos. No, man, you're just fucking here for the night. That's how I think of it, man. I got my business cards in my back pocket, though. more miles, 14 more miles until I'm here at the uh, world famous Tommy T's and how long have I been recording because I played like two songs wow it's only been like 27 minutes holy shit I'm just chilling man I don't know what to expect sometimes I go to Tommy T's and there's like nobody there but other comics typical open mic and then sometimes there's a crowd um, I really don't know what to expect. I wasn't, I wasn't planning on going here today, but I'm off today. I don't have work to do. So I was like, let's just do this. Uh, tomorrow, actually tomorrow marks one year of doing stand-up comedy. Um, I mean, officially I did it a couple of times beforehand, but like first time going to a real comedy club and being like, yes, one ticket for the open mic, please. So yeah, it's been a year. Tomorrow marks one year, and I was hoping that this show at Tommy T's, I'd kind of like touch up on that or whatever and kind of signify, oh, that's really cool, you know? I haven't even really been hitting these mics and shows um, for a whole year, and I get booked at the show that I started at, or the club that I started at, sorry. Uh, but tomorrow is my is my one year anniversary of comedy, and I'm going to be celebrating at uh, Do Too Much. So, it's an honor. I'm going to be, I don't know if it's considered opening, but I'm going to be on the lineup for Mr. Jay Rich. I've seen him before at an open mic. He's pretty chill. And yeah, man, shout out, shout out to you too much. They've really helped me grow my comedy career. Um. So I got to give it to him, man. I was going to give it to uh, Tommy T's, but you know I do too much is... Uh, there we go. And then... Um, yeah, after doing my own show... You guys know my show, America's Next Top Comedian. I really like... Uh, I really like just being a part of a show rather than orchestrating it and being a host. Being a host is a lot of work. It really is. It's a, it's a hard thing to do, and I respect everybody who does it, and I appreciate people who have booked me on shows. Special shout-out to Mr. Jimmy. I think it's Jimmy Meneses. I think that's his last name. That was one of the first guys who put me on. There was somebody else. I think uh, True Entertainment is what it was called, but I never really met the guy. But Jimmy, Jimmy seems really cool, man. He's also worked with Jay Rich. Um, I've been, I've been lucky to be selected by that guy and, you know, the shit is at the end of the day, a little bit of a popularity contest, you know, because these bookers are really the ones that, who are in control and it, <clears throat> in a way it does mean a lot 
when a booker comes up to me and they're just like, hey, I, I like your material. You want to do a set for me here? So it just shows that, you know, it's working. So I just want to let everybody know, if you're even listening to this, that I don't take it for granted. It's, uh, it, it, it's, an, it's an honor to, to be a part of anything, you know. Uh, thank you, Skinny Buff, letting me on. Thank you, uh, Lewis Bell, even though I've only chopped it up with you a couple of times. Uh, appreciate appreciate you being there and even thinking I'm funny, calling me funny, things like that. This shit is hard, man. This shit, I mean, for you guys, too. Not just me. Uh, I feel like the deeper you get into this game, the harder it is, really, man. Oh, it just seems so annoying just to, like, be some guy with, like, two three hundred thousand followers and you're just constantly on in front of your phone guys i'm gonna be in fucking houston texas buy your tickets now guys i'm gonna you know because i'm a i'm a creator man i'm not i'm I'm not a consumer when it comes to this stand-up comedy shit so i just feel like it's a lot to fucking buy tickets for somebody that you follow or whatever that you're a fan of (sighs) i'm sorry i'm yawning but it's the truth i'm fucking tired just took my shades off. I got bitches, yeah. I got bitches, yeah. They got a Caps Pizza open mic next week on Tuesday, and I haven't been there in half a year. But the first time I went there, I was like, oh, this is a good good spot to hit and I just haven't really gotten to it yet um it just doesn't line up with my schedule I love that that place gives away free pizza that's really fucking cool let's see who's here tonight at the open mic right I hope Luis is there. Luis is a cool guy. Who's going to be there, man? It might be Jethro. It might be Luis. Bella Drew. I, I fucking went camping with Bella Drew. I don't know if you guys know who Bella Drew is, but uh, she's a comedian. She's non-binary, whatever that means. And, uh, yeah, I went camping with her personal trainer. So that was funny. That was funny. We all took shrooms, dude. We all took shrooms and we laughed. We all fucking cried of laughter. It was a good fucking time, dude. And I still have some shrooms on me. So, uh, yeah, man. It was a good fucking time overall, man. It just, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It just feels good to kind of... I don't think empty your mind's the best way to put it. But just, I just felt like I, I took a great vacation, man. And I'm just kind of trying to ease my way back into my regular routine of life. Um, I like my life. I like my routine. I think that's important to, to, to like your routine. And um, just, just going out really makes me, it made me feel like, ah, oh, my hard work paid off paid off in a way uh shout out to my friend billy you know i think we did the episode all australians have allergies uh and i was just we were all joking around we're like you should get married more often bro because uh that was my oh yeah this camping trip was a bachelor's party a bachelor party i don't know if i mentioned that 
And so, uh, yeah, first time, uh, first time go to a bachelor party, and it was it was sick, man. It really was. I had the fucking time of my life, man. So shout out to you, Billy, if you're even listening to this. That was uh, that was a lot. Of, that was a whole lot of fun, man. Thank you for inviting me. It's an honor to be invited to something like that. Uh, for you to even consider me a close friend, that was really fucking cool, man. And uh, uh, everybody else, all your friends, dude. Shout out Logan. Shout out Wes. Shout out Garrett. Shout out Cody. Um, Garrett and Wes are just the two people who I never met. Wes is the personal trainer. Garrett's a fucking sheriff. Yeah, dude, I stole fucking firewood from a uh, from a sheriff. He had no fucking idea. Or he did have an idea, but he's off the clock. You know, he couldn't fucking arrest me. Did drugs in front of a sheriff, guys. Did drugs in front of a sheriff. Don't worry if you're going to fucking dox me or whatever. The fucking the sheriff did not do the shrooms. He babysat. He made us burgers. It was great. We had some fucking inside jokes throughout the day, throughout the whole camping trip. One one of them was called Bury It, and <laughs> that stemmed from fucking somebody in a car. You put that seat back, and you just fucking bury it, dude. <laughs> I was the one who had the most, like, the, the craziest place we had sex at. We were all, like, going around the campfire, like, where's the craziest place you had sex? And I, I won... Mine was uh, the Spirit Halloween store in the dressing room. That's uh, probably the weirdest, coolest place I've ever had sex. I had sex at a middle school, too. That's something that I did. And I was of age. And so was she. Um, what else did we talk about? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Bury it. What other inside... Oh, yeah, Die Die With Zero. I guess that's a book that they've been reading, and it's just about... Yeah, man, you need to spend your money. You got to spend your money because uh, when you die, if you don't have a will or something, it might not go to nobody, man. So you need to spend all your money and die with zero. And then I took it a, a step ahead. I was like, die negative, dude. Die with negative. And so every time we fucking did, talked about money or whatever, <clears throat> stressful things decisions, adult things about having kids and buying property and blah, blah, blah. It was nice to just kind of be like, die with zero. Die, fuck it. Just die with zero. You know? Going to this comedy club, die with zero. Who fucking cares, dude? I got money to spend. I opened up my bank account today to pay some bills and I was like, damn, bro. I got a long way to go until I can die with zero. That's a good message, man. I do kind of believe in that. Even before they started talking about it, I did think of like, yeah, man, you can't, you can't take your money with you when you die. So, uh, got about four and a half miles here. I'm excited. I'm excited for life. I'm just, I like what's going on right now, man having fun and watching the ultimate fighter mcgregor versus chandler just got done watching the second episode today some dude got fucking flying kneed hard in the face man his whole his face was swollen as fuck bro he looked like he got stung by 20 bees in, in his uh in his right eye that shit was gnarly dog 
It's just, it's crazy when you watch The Ultimate Fighter, man, and you just see their stories. Like, I left my kids and my wife behind for this. I went into debt to get here, man. I'm missing, I'm, mi- I'm missing my, my grandfather's funeral. Uh, my, my, my sister's getting married. I'm missing that. And, and I, I, I miss my kids so much. They're like crying in front of the fucking, you know, I saved up two years. I, I've been saving up my PTO for two years so I could do this ultimate fighter thing. And then boom, flying knee, they're fucking knocked out, dude. <laughs> And then the next, it's just the next clip of them like, fuck, man, I made a mistake. Yeah, you did, boy. It's not funny, but I don't know, man. I think I said it on the first episode of America's Next Top Comedian. It's just like some people get satisfaction of watching people fail, you know. And I guess it's just kind of like that that factor of sometimes people feeling like a know-it-all, you know, some people just chase that dream, they believe in themselves so much, and it's just such a crazy thing to see somebody who believes in themselves so much, and it just, it just doesn't go their fucking way, and how they handle it, you know, but some people just, I've seen it, man, there's just, there's a lot of people who are just constantly, oh shit, drop my phone, constantly, uh, dealt with 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 the with the short end of the stick and it's like they can never catch a break you know so it's like respect to those people who can never catch a fucking break man my car is bouncing like a motherfucker man Listen to this shit, boy. We speeding through two trucks. Fuck you, bitch. We in this bitch. Yeah, boy. I don't know if you heard that, but I done fucking sped up like a crazy bitch. Let's go. Alright guys, I think I'm gonna go. I'm almost here, so I'll see you guys later. I'll probably add more to this or maybe I'll record my set or something and just throw it up there. So see you guys later. Bye.